Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. I'm Dave Massey. I've been let out of the studio once more. I am standing here in Victoria Square, and I'm joined by Melanie Pocock, who is curator at Icon Gallery. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Or is it morning still? Well, we can. We can. We're recording this in the morning, so we can. Uh, we can say it's the morning. We are here on the opening day of Foreign Exchange by Hugh Locke, and um, we're standing here in Victoria Square, and it is the it's the launch today, isn't it? It is indeed. Um, I would say the grand unveiling, but over the weekend we were installing in uh, plain sight, lots of crowds already getting a sense of the artwork. How does it feel to see people seeing it straight away? Oh gosh, it's it's moving, it's incredible, um, exciting, nerve-wracking, you know, because yeah, it's a public art project and it's yeah, people can decide, you know, how they feel about it. And for, for people physically looking at it, could you describe what you can see? Sure. Um, so the artwork, it's a temporary installation that effectively wraps around uh, the existing Queen Victoria statue. And what you see is the existing statue surrounded by five slightly smaller exact replicas of her. And they are all standing in a boat about to embark on a voyage across the sea. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind that is that all of these statues are going to be delivered to Commonwealth countries to be erected in public squares. Because that is indeed what happened a lot uh, during Queen Victoria's reign uh, during the British Empire. And I was just hearing that there was actually you know, hundreds and hundreds of statues that were created during the reign. Is it weird to think that there's so many around the world that are, are replicas of these statues? Yeah, well, it's extraordinary. I mean, and it really speaks to the Commonwealth. You know, where does that come from? Um, how was the power of the British monarchy communicated to um, the subjects of empire, you know, at that time? I think it says a lot about uh, the iconography and importance of, of public statues and how they were really used. You know, they were used as a tool um, to represent the empire. Absolutely. And one of the things that I've learned about cities uh, and Birmingham as a city is when northern cities like Manchester or Liverpool were competing, they would compete for the size of the uh, buildings that the councils created or the size of the statues that they have. Um, This is a big statement statue, isn't it? It's uh, it's definitely a statement. Um, But what we really want the artwork to do is to generate discussion. Um, around the ideas that I've just talked about. Mm. Um, I think there's so many layers to it. You know, it's really not one message or one other. Um, Lots of ideas embedded about British monarchy, um, you know, Commonwealth. What does that mean today? Many people coming to Birmingham during the Commonwealth Games may not even know what the Commonwealth kind of is or where it came from. Um, So all of that history is really communicated in this work. And the fact that it's a temporary um, artwork is really important as well because uh, after this you know, Queen Victoria will go back to her position uh, in Victoria Square um, we've been very mindful during uh, the conception of the artwork yes. to ensure the preservation of that monument but during this time you know, during these next two months when uh, there are a lot of people who are going to be interested in understanding more about that Commonwealth history they've got a chance to you know, through this work yeah 
and one of the comments I read yesterday was uh, about who funds it and it's got a whole group of funders uh, for it I've seen the Arts Council England National Lottery Heritage Fund uh, Henry Moore Foundation and the Icon Investment Fund are all listed as being the people that have funded this um, how does it feel to have so many different groups on board with it? Yeah it's, it's wonderful um, because what has happened is there's a real sense of a team you know coming around this and when you're dealing with public space and a public heritage asset uh, as is the existing Queen Victoria statue it's really important to have those conversations and um, the support of local authority I mean honestly the council we cannot thank them enough for being so supportive Um, and yeah I think everybody lends also their own perspective on the project you know with the the cultural festival with the Commonwealth Games they're obviously thinking it very much through that lens for Icon you know as a leading contemporary art gallery in the city we've worked with Hugh for many years we presented a big exhibition of his work in 2019 at Mm -hmm. the gallery so we know him very well we know his practice very well and um, yeah and in speaking to a lot of people in Birmingham what I've noticed is that a lot of them say oh yeah I you know I remember that show at Icon I remember Hugh's work and um yeah so there's a lot of good feeling and support around this which has helped it arrive mm-hmm. um if i can use that Absolutely. analogy with the boat you know here in birmingham today fantastic yeah. I, I remember the previous exhibition happening in 2019 yeah, i want to say right. 2019 and it was wonderful to see uh, indoor versions of it and elements of of the style of hughes work we can see that right in front of us uh, you know victoria square um thank you so much for chatting to us about this today thank you thank you you can see uh the project at uh, icon gallery um website icon-gallery.org check on the exhibitions there the project is foreign exchange with hugh lock uh, and you can also check out the details on birmingham2022.com forward slash festival melanie thank you so much for chatting to us about this oh thank you, thank you. Dave. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.